everybody, this is James. And Nabil. And this is the Movie Pals Podcast, podcast number 150. We, we finally made it, look at that. So today, we are going to be reviewing Fast X, as well as we are being joined by two guests here. Uh, because, um, as you guys can tell, Marco is uh, still on hiatus. So, I don't know... Um, the bill, the bill as, is, as you've said many times, you know, just yeah, just don't watch the news, guys. Everything's okay. Yeah, it's getting real sketchy out there, guys. Yeah. Every time I look around, I'm like, "Where's Marco at?" So, uh, with that being said, we do have a returning host, uh, guest host here, David Wong, as well as a new host, a guest host is uh, Chris Beckley. Uh, welcome to the pod, welcome, Chris guys. and David. Thanks for having us. My thank you. So, Chris, I'm start with you. First time on here. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell us about yourself and how do you know us or whatever you want to really say. We're pretty, yeah, absolutely. We're pretty free and loose here. So tell me oh, I love it. secrets you know about James Ring and please air it on the podcast for everybody to hear. Absolutely. Well, first things first, I'm not wearing any pants right now. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you know, me, uh, James and Bill, we go back to, I don't know, about 13 years ago God, when we first met or so. Years? It's been Jesus. 2000 and towards the end of 2010. Um, you know, work, we won't name where, but you know, there. Yeah, just say, let's just say they're <laughs> no longer in business. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's being nice about it. Uh, yeah, but you know, other than that, you know, play music for a lot of my life. And, um, I think, uh, you know, huge, along with all the other guys, pop culture, geek movies, TVs, books, anything I can get my hands on, catch me on Twitter, getting into political arguments for absolutely no reason i've noticed that recently i like it though i'm like there you go yeah Welcome. absolutely thank you i appreciate it uh nabil i'm loving the the gray and the beard i also got a little bit of that coming in yeah yeah okay. here you see well, i don't know if you can see it but i've been told that uh it should be dyed and uh i've just said i'm embracing my age thank you i appreciate that and i think my girlfriend will genuinely just break up with me if i dye my beard <laughs> she notices if i shave a little shorter than i normally wear so like if i go any shorter she's like what are you doing I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. Nice. Well, thank you, Chris, for joining us on this monumental episode. What do you know? Um, also, we have someone else, like I said, David here. David, thank you for joining us as well. Yeah, thank you for having me back. Yeah. It's not a special, David, because you're not new. So, you know, you only <laughs> lunch with us. But if you want to, I mean, this is your time, I guess. Yeah, David, David did bring up that he his last episode with us was episode 89 back for Nomadland. So that was a while ago. Yeah, we've come so far from watching people take dumps in their vans, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Damn, dude. That's the only thing I remember <laughs> for that movie. Uh, Well, yeah. What was that? Like two years ago? I've... uh. Probably, yeah. At least, yeah. I know this isn't a video yeah. podcast, but I grew out some facial hair for James, you know, just trying to impress press Papa, but he's not. <laughs> he's like, I didn't realize Chris was going to roll up here with a full goddamn beard, though. <laughs> you know how long this, this is? Took the me best, to go- this is the best David can do, though. If no one can see this, but I'm proud of you. This is it looks great. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, you look like uh, a. You look like a smaller version of bobby lee so. <laughs> jesus uh but yeah i i've known james since berkeley undergrad it was actually it's uh, last year was our 10-year reunion i was out at a restaurant waiting for him and he never showed up dude did we actually have a 10-year reunion <laughs> i don't even that, that can't be true right no we didn't we didn't do anything damn we should have actually done something though yeah, yeah, shit yeah. look at us 
since we Obviously, only totally one of you remembered it. Yeah, James. I mean, I didn't even realize it was ten years. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. God. Okay. Well, my bad. Sorry about that, David. It's okay. It's it's, it's not going in my journal. Don't worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell, man. I we we studied film together, film studies, obviously. But David also went off and started, you know, he became a nurse and stuff. Decided to be a hero, which yeah, is fine. You know, yeah, better, yeah. better career. Decided, there's no yeah. money to be made in films. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, three months after graduation. I said, "Hey, man, I don't know if you studied the right <laughs> shit, guys." <laughs> I'm making no money. <laughs> I was like, "Uh oh." Ruh-roh. I uh, I don't remember That's... if I mentioned it last time, but I actually did work in on like TV shows and commercials for a bit. I uh, I think you did, yeah, yeah. I like worked on American Idol for a bit, some Netflix stuff. Uh, I met One Direction on a commercial, but yeah, no money. So now <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, David is like, fuck, I gotta do something, man. <laughs> did it for the clout. That's all this. Exactly. <laughs> well, we, we do want to. We you know we've said it plenty of times, but thank you guys for joining us, filling in, uh, just to. Kind of make this episode a little bit different than we normally do. I think our hundred. I mean, we've been doing this for a while now. I don't actually know how many years. Have we been doing this yeah, for seven years? Counts and, uh, really, really cl- climbed up there in the last uh, six years. So you know, it's been good. It's like six-ish years. Yeah. So we've been. You know, we're thankful for just listeners too and um, feedback, everything like that. Every time you guys comment things, it's it's great. It's my one way of staying connected to film. Somehow it's like I'll just do a podcast. (laughs) God damn it! And it's my one way of staying connected to my friends out in California. So you know, there's that. Oh Oh, god, who fucking who, Nabil? We get it. God, (laughs) you're an adult. (laughs) Fuck shit. (laughs) And anyways, let's get on right now then to our next segment. (laughs) 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 We're gonna go over what we're watching. Let's stop here for a moment to let you all know about Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or heck, even the Kardashians. Newsly will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. They even have digital radio. Did we mention they also have podcasts from over 80 countries? Well, they do. And guess what? The Movie Pals podcast is there, too. I started using Newsly as my default podcast player, and I can't think of ever going back. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in our description. And make sure to use our promo code TMPALS. That's T-M-P-A-L-S to receive a one-month free premium subscription. Newsly, stop scrolling and start listening. Hey, what you watching? Okay, right, so this is our segment, first time listening, uh, where we go over what you're watching. We can technically go over anything, really. Sometimes people like to talk about other TV shows, movies. Uh, maybe there's books you're reading. Hardly anyone's ever done that, by the way. Video games, et cetera, et cetera. So I will start with Nabil here. What have you been watching, Nabil? And what would you recommend, basically? Well, I actually watched a new movie that wasn't for this podcast. So, you know, checkbox for me for doing very, something cool. Very rare, sir. <clears throat> very right. rare. 
Uh, I saw the film Blackberry, which I, I believe is still in theaters, um, if not slowly coming out of it and going into VOD. Uh, it's about the story of the rise and fall of the world's first smartphone, the Blackberry, which was also my favorite smartphone until, you know, they um, did terrible things and did not keep up with the times. Uh, it was directed by Matt Johnson, who also star- co-starred in this film as a character named Doug. Um, and s- uh, the leads were Jay Baruchel, who played uh, Mike Lazardis, who was the uh, founder of BlackBerry. Um, he's also done things like in How to Train Your Dragon, some of the voice acting there. And Glenn Howerton, who played Jim Belsilli, who was the CEO of BlackBerry at the time, who was also in Always It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh very very fun film. It was a. Uh, it, I mean, it's an origin story, right? Of of how things got started in in the little startup version of BlackBerry and what they they started working in modems and Michael Zardis basically had grander themes of like putting a keyboard on a cell phone and trying to basically find ways to write emails mobily rather than doing it on a computer and made a big deal with. Um, I, I want to say it was like AT&T or Verizon or some big telecom company, and that perpetuated him into be- building the big first smartphone. Um, and the way that things go about, I mean, it's typical startup stuff where you have a lot of capital, a lot of interest, people love you, um, and they see and see the genius in your way, but all that money goes to your head and you don't really... Um, really realize that maybe you're not as smart as you thought you were um, or you haven't caught up in the times and, you know, you, you forget things, forget your friends and things fall, fall, fall down real fast. And that's basically what happened. As I said, I'm sure you guys are all, we're all um, just young enough to know how, uh, how quickly BlackBerry went from being the hottest thing in the market to not even thinking about it anymore. So yeah, very fun film though. I mean, there's a li- it's not too overly, um, dramatize like they have they they get to the points of like key parts of the of this timeline and they they only kind of linger into things that you you really care about so you're not going through too much of like oh the vision of how i created this and all this stuff it's more like how they just kind of got there and the personalities that were involved of making it the brand they were so if you if you're into like the biopic kind of things i think this is a good like change of pace on some of them because it's it's a bit more fast paced and to the point i think it's tight 92 so you're not spending too much time you know having to deal with a lot of filler is it like a comedy i've not seen even a trailer for this by the way I mean, I think I started to watch it and I just immediately. <laughs> you were like, nope. <laughs> uh, what's a Blackberry? <laughs> oh my goodness. I never owned one. Did you have, Did you actually ever own one? I never I had one. My parents did. I think I, I went from free version of them. I had like the Pearl. I had that like the big square one. Um, I even did the Storm for a little bit, which was like their iPhone answer, which mm-hmm. was terrible. The whole thing, the whole gimmick was the clicking because you. I love the keyboard. And um, so, you know, when you had the storm, it was a touchscreen with a keyboard, but you clicked on it still on the touchscreen. It was terrible. You, that does not work for a touchscreen because <laughs> you still have to click on it and touch it. Um, it's but like it having a- like one of those fake legs because you lost your leg. It's like, yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like it, but it's not the real thing. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was pretty bad, and that's that was pretty much the end of them. After that, it was that very storm, um, and when you know all all you, I mean, I believe if I recall correctly, James is one of the first people I knew that had an iPhone, and man, did he let me know how cool it was. So because I was yeah, to like Android from there, and um, I didn't I ate a lot of shit for it until I finally you know went to the to the dark side, the light side. I don't I don't know what side it is anymore. What was that, David? I just said sounds about right that you'd rub it in his face. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I was an asshole back when I was a kid. I think that comes with the iPhone terms of service is that you're, yeah, you, have, you have to tell everybody how less superior their phones are. Yeah. yeah. Show off all the stuff they can do. <laughs> but I mean, about that movie, because I was wondering, because I was, I was going to check it out. But like, I guess like, I feel like in, like in recent years, there's like this movie that just came out, then Air that came out. We've had much yeah. Steve Jobs stuff, you know, what was the, the founder with Michael Keaton? Was that what it was called? The, the founder or something like that? Yeah, yeah. The, the McDonald's McDonald's one? One, yeah. yeah. How does yeah. it compare to like those in quality? Because I know some are more humorous, some are more, a bit more dramatic, but in terms of checking it out. I, you know, it's, I think Air had a very good script. Like, from a writing perspective, there's a lot more drama in there, too, especially, you know, with Matt Damon um, being in there. But BlackBerry, it's, it's, um, it wants to be like that. Well, gosh, well, I'm, I'm trying to forget the film, the film's name, the, the one about the housing crash. Um, oh, the, uh, the, the, the big, the big short. short. Yeah. It wants to be like the big short as far as like the fast paced writing of it. Um, but it's a bit more tamer than that so it's got it's got elements of that it's got a little bit of elements of air um it isn't but like i said it isn't like focusing on one particular character and they're up and down it's more just kind of telling the story of the the company as a whole from uh, you know where it started to where it ended so there's some funny bits in it and there's some seriousness to it but there there's definitely some comedic bits especially um especially glenn Howerton, you know who's who's uh, uh playing the ceo like I, I think I mentioned to you, I was just mentioning to you, Chris, offline that, uh, you know, he sh- he committed to the bit. He shaved off his head at the top mm-hmm. to go for the look because he didn't want to wear the bald cap because he thought it was going to look too weird. Um, and he he went like full-fledged asshole into thing, which I don't think is hard for him based off of his character and Always Sunny. But um, he, he was one of the highlights of it. He he brought a lot of the comedy into into the film just because of his kind of um, overreaction to big personality that brought into the to the character for the movie. Sweet. Yeah. Um, and, and just as I mentioned too, another kind of comedy related thing was a show called Bupkiss. It's on Peacock. It's it's an eight episode show. It's just a one season so far. I don't know if they are renewing it or not. But it's basically kind of like a live action comedy that is a fictionalized version of Pete Davidson's actual life. It's got some crazy elements of it of of things you might have read in the tabloids about like his dating lives and the drug use and the partying but also some of his viewpoints on like you know his father he talks about you know his family and and things like that so it's a bit grounded as well what got me interested in it isn't really the pete davidson part but actually joe pesci's in it he plays his grandfather um who is joe larocco you know the fact that joe pesci's in the show just him like there had to been something there for him to want to go do a television show and he's you know he's great and and that he's hilarious he's definitely what you remember in any other act any other of his old mobster films but you know he just has a grandson <laughs> so it's it's just funny because he's just ripping on him the whole time basically um you also have edie falco as who plays uh pete davidson's mom um and even brad garrett is in there the guy from ray romano's brother and everybody loves raymond remember that so you know it's, it's a good funny pair he's got a lot of cameos in there yeah. ray romano is in there keenan thompson's in there mgk shows up john mulaney like there's so many different uh, cameos in there which is really cool just to see all these people that he's worked with or or have some kind of adjacent interest into i mean we even have like jadakiss shows up for a scene which god knows why but he's there um, i don't even know what he looks like to be honest 
<laughs> Especially now. It's it's a short show. It's only about 22 minutes long, but it's got its funny parts. It's got its drama. It's a very interesting take on what like what we see Pete Davidson as and what he's trying to portray himself as in the show. So he doesn't. He definitely leans into some of the funnier aspects of what he read in the tabloids, but it also kind of gives you a bit of an insight where you kind of believe like his viewpoints on you know how he's had to cope with being a comedian um, while you know, dealing to with whatever tragedies he has and also the people that he surrounds himself with and how they kind of help perpetuate that, uh, that viewpoint of, of what the tabloids see. So there, I feel like watching it, you're not going to be too surprised by anything you see in there, but it is just a fun watch to kind of see him, um, share that from his perspective. So if you, if you haven't seen it and you're looking for like something that's a bit, bit short, lighthearted, but also can have a little bit of drama, I, I'd say, you know, this is a really fun show. If anything, just to watch Joe Pesci again on on uh, any kind of screen um, is a fun time. I was going to ask because he also put out, what was that, King of Staten Island? And it was also based yeah. on his life, right? It, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I was yes. like, yeah, that? like how does that compare? Does it does it like almost flow evenly like in terms of like, would that almost feel like a prequel <laughs> almost to like, apparently that's, you know, really, that's going to be his life? This would be like an alternate version of it, I, I'd say, because yeah. it's long form, it's a show. Yes. <laughs> well, because King of Staten Island was very much, you know, st- focusing on him growing up with, you know, his mom and and kind of dealing with uh, the everything that went with his father passing away as a firefighter on nine eleven. This is like, I guess you could say, almost like a uh, a sequel to it, where it's going beyond that. He's not really dwelling on too much of it. Any of the drama is really around him kind of spiraling from like being a drug addict. Yeah, um, and trying to change his image. So that's where any of the heavy stuff comes in. Everything else is just for like the stupid shit you think he does as a celebrity. You know, partying, going, you know, dating people, doing stupid shit with his his I don't know crew or whatever he calls them. You know, like that's the stuff that gets funny. Um, and then his interaction with his family. So he does some stupid shit that way. But it's not really like leaning in too much about um, his his past per se, but more of just what he's going through right now. Got it. I mean, it, so- it sounds interesting, but I don't know if I like Pete Davidson enough to watch a show on him. No offense. No, I, I. That's like I said. It was it was interesting because it was Pete Davidson, but I was more like willing to watch it because I saw that Joe Pesci was in it, and that's yeah. that's what brought me into it. That makes sense. Thanks, Nabil. Uh, let's move on to one of our guests here, Chris. What have you been watching? Um, you know, I you know my day to day is like anybody else's. You know. T- Succession, Barry, all those, all those good things. But uh, in terms of checking stuff, uh, some new stuff out, I caught that new. I think it's a Netflix. That I think it's Netflix. Uh, Queen Cleopatra, and personally, it's three episodes, four episodes. It's a four episode show, and I liked it. To be completely honest, I know there's a lot of rift on internet and all of that because they're you know race swapping and you know however that goes but in terms of the actual show it's it's you know relatively fictionalized but i thought it was actually pretty good the, the acting was pretty good i know it's jada pickett smith's like the narrator she's not actually in it but she just narrates and produces and the uh woman that plays cleopatra um adele james i've never seen her in anything else but she does a really good job she handles it and she kind of owns the screen and everything that she's in but it's pretty informative you know i i love history but Personally, I had no idea that Cleopatra and, uh, say, like, Caesar and um, 
uh, what's it? Uh, Mark Antony. I had no idea that was going around at the same time. I didn't know that they had relationships and all that. She bore their children. That was completely oblivious to me. Oh, and I feel like I'm pretty decent at back then. Yeah. yeah, she was. She was the hot ticket back then. But uh, yeah, like I said, it's you know, 45 minute episodes. I believe they're about four. There's four episodes each, and I think it's you know if you can get behind you know get past the whole race swapping thing that people for some reason have such a big issue with. They do it all the time, but for some reason people want to pick this particular scenario out. But um, I personally I, I liked it. You can easily just kind of put it on relatively in the background and just kind of vibe out to it. And I thought it was pretty good. Nice. Is it is uh, it is it so is, is is it just about her life basically from the from the get go? It takes place like sort of um, when her her father is kind of going out of power from then to like the end of her life, which is like her late 30s. I think she comes into it around like her teens, late teens or so, maybe early 20s. Yeah. I didn't even hear about this, man. I didn't either. David told me about it like yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Like It's just on the internet. All that I've been seeing on the internet is just about the race swapping thing. I haven't seen like any actual reviews or anything. I guess I've just dodged all this. I'm like, what This is the thing about Egypt, right? Getting upset that she's not um, like Arabian or or Middle, I guess. Yeah, because she's like Macedonian or so. And I, you know... in terms of like taking over power, you know, eventually their family becomes, you know, the rulers of wonder, Egypt. So technically not technically not Egyptian either, but I guess at that time Macedonia was predominantly white. Yeah. I just wonder if they've, ever seen the, <laughs> yeah, if they've ever seen the Cleopatra movie and realized that Liz Taylor was not actually um from Macedonia either, like maybe they would have said something back then. So uh, blasphemy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, it's every any time a biopic comes out, whether it's you know Cleopatra or Jesus, you know, you're never you're never, <laughs> you're never gonna win, you know. Um, but aside from that, caught Guardians three uh, previous Very week. Cool. Nice. Huge Marvel fan, huge Guardians fan, and I think that they knocked it out of the park with this final one. I think it had great story, great emotion. Caught myself tearing up a little bit. It's cool for them to find different ways to kind of bring everybody back in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form. You know, no spoilers. I loved it. I think it was a great stamp on the Guardians, you know, trilogy. And I really can't wait to see kind of like where some of those characters disperse out into the greater Marvel Marvel world. Do you guys have a chance to catch that yet? Or no, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, we definitely no. did. We did an episode of it. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Last episode was on Guardians. Was yeah. yeah, we definitely did. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, I, was, I was working. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Chris. <laughs> How's that working? Is this uh was this the I'll best the Marvel last film? Get your thoughts. <laughs> was this your favorite Marvel film of all everything's past uh, Avengers uh Endgame or was there something that you felt was better so far? Yeah, I think so. I think it was I think it's definitely the best film since for Marvel uh post Endgame. Although I will put up there I have a strong love for Shang-Chi. I think that was a great film. I think that was Great action, great acting, great story, and a good way to tell something a little bit different. You know, I mean, and all those movies kind of fall within the same thing. This random person and their family is something, and they got to do something. You know, it's it's all relatively the same template, but I thought it did a really good job. Not as big of a fan as the whole, like the third act, making going way more, you know, majestic on the whole thing, kind of like takes right. you out of it. Uh, but dragging. I, yeah, but I, I still love it. I think dragging. it's, I think it's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I think, uh, yeah, Gardens is definitely the the best the best uh, film post in game for sure. I think it's a tie for me with between that and the Spider Man movie, just because of the nostalgia for Spider Man with hit me so I keep hard. Forgetting, yeah. Why do I keep forgetting about that Spider Man movie? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. 
You're like, I love the Eternals. That's all I want to say. <laughs> hey, Eternals is at, at minimum mid tier. I don't think it should get a, a, as much slack. We did. First I think it's way more this. shit than it's oh, crap. Did, and we it's, review, uh, did we review the? Do we? We did review Eternals. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we didn't do one. We didn't do Ant Man and the uh, Quantum. Yeah, we didn't do Ant Man. Yeah, we talked about the last Phase five movie. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> What was that? You didn't do the best phase five movie? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. uh, what else? Uh, anything other than that, Chris? Other than that, the girlfriend and I have been running Boy Meets World back. We started, I don't know, a few weeks to a month ago. Um, and we're on season, getting towards the end of season four, I want to say. But um, I got to say, going back to the beginning, it's like it's got some pretty good humor surprisingly some pretty adult humor from being i guess it was i i always think of it as like a um nickelodeon show or disney channel show or something like that but i forget that it was like straight up tgif like whatever it was, was it? abc, ABC, right? ABC, ABC yeah. yeah which is mm-hmm. totally owned by abc uh owned by disney right wow. yeah exactly which probably why it made its way to disney channel eventually down the line but um dude i love it i i think it's especially the the first two seasons it's um really funny and Dude, I just want what were the Matthew, I want Alan Matthews to be my dad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's good. I recommend it. You know, towards the later seasons, it starts to get a little bit more serious, stuff like that. So it starts you yeah. start to lose interest a little bit. But I'm 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 in it. So we got we're gonna finish it up. But yeah, it's been good. Nice. The question here is though: Are you going to once you eventually do get to the end of this? Are you gonna now go into Girl Meets World as well and watch the the continuation of it? That was the plan, but my girlfriend, for some reason, decided that she was going to just go ahead and just start start oh, it no. to see what it's like, what? and she absolutely hates it. And so I'll probably just power through it, just you know, to be done with the whole thing, you know. So I, that's why you're like, you know what? I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting, dude. That way, when I my kids are older, if they have any questions about it, I can answer them. You know, <laughs> know uh, World War Two, World War Two, Marvel, Boy Meets World. I got your answers. <laughs> There you go. Nice, man. Nice. Cool. That seems like a, a nice mix of stuff there, Chris. Thank you. Uh, what about you, David? What you been watching? Uh, or playing, actually. Yeah, I, I'll talk about this more later, but I've been catching up on a lot of the Fast movies. Um, other yes, you have. In the past week. So painful. Oh, my God. I'm sorry Brave for you. Man. Brave uh, man. <laughs> other than that, I just finished up the second Horizon game on PlayStation 5, Horizon Forbidden West. And the new DLC that just came out, Burning Shores. How was it? And the DLC? Jeez. Damn, boy. <laughs> there, it, it was good. It was good. It just built on yeah. everything that, the, uh, that, what was it, Horizon Dawn started. You know, everything plays a little better. The animation's better. It looks great. Story, uh, not as strong, but it's it has this big mystery. Mm-hmm. That's like the main appeal to it. And it actually continues right into the expansion, Burning Shores, which... Also expands on the gameplay, and I had a great time with it. It's just, it's long, and if you have OCD, it's not good. Because I checked my final yeah. play time, and I spent like a few months on this, and I ended up at a hundred hours. And I'm like, man, what have I been doing with my life? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> why fast movies too, bro. Good yeah. God, uh, that's why I haven't picked it up because I started the uh, you know Horizon Zero Dawn, and I was like, this Same is thing. just too much side stuff to do. I, I it'll kill me. Yeah. Like I have. To you do with the side yeah stuff. it's like you get to a I'm checkpoint and you're way. like oh there's this question mark just right over there it, d- it takes me a few seconds to run over and then you do that right. and it just keeps going but then you know i'm a very smart man and i've jumped into uh this game i don't know if you've heard about zelda breath of the wild <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, that's that's the other uh, other issue there. So I don't I don't know if I'm ever gonna go outside besides for work. <laughs> like too much too many Fast and Furious films coming out too. I can't. I don't know what to do with my life Bra- right now. Brain no work good. <laughs> yeah, those are all really long games. I've I've I never went back to I I still haven't beaten the first game. I played like an hour of it and I was like I don't know about this. So I mean that's on my. As David knows, I have a huge backlog. Like one day, I'm gonna get to these things. So yeah. I fell off at Majora's Mask. <laughs> <laughs> it's changed quite a bit oh, for yeah. Zelda wise, yeah. at least. So, okay. What? Uh, anything else? Uh, Other than that, been watching some K dramas. Like my mom, she's on this big K drama bender, and she'll like recommend stuff to me. So I've been checking out this this pretty popular one last year. It's called a uh, business proposal. It's about this girl who gets. Her friend convinces her to go on a blind date for her, uh, and it ends up being the main character's boss. And hijinks ensue. It's it pl- <laughs> it goes like into all those cliches and tropes for like romance comedies. But I don't know. It has yeah. it's fun. It has a good time. It's like a, it's like a series though. Or series. Uh... I think there's twelve episodes. It's on Netflix. Both K dramas. Okay. Each episode's like an hour long at least. So it's like you're committing yourself oh, to like okay. watching a movie almost. But yeah, it's fun. Okay. Cool. Thank you, David. Uh, just for me here, guys, I've been watching the Indiana Jones movies on 4K. I've been mm. watching them on that disc just because uh, getting ready for Dial of Destiny because, uh, you know, I hate myself. No, I'm just kidding. I just <laughs> I don't know. It's, Not as bad of a trilogy to watch. Yeah, I think. No, or, I mean, I'm watching this uh, four yeah, of them. I'm, yeah. I'm on Crystal Skull now, obviously, which oh, is God. the weakest of the bunch. <laughs> But we truthfully, there's is. still a lot of moments in Crystal Skull that I actually like. I was, I, I find myself chuckling still. I, I think it's just Harrison Ford's so likable, man. Like he embodies this character so. Yeah. And it's definitely one of those like movies to go through that is not like a pain. Like, uh, no offense to you, David. The, the fast, <laughs> oh, my bad. dude. We've done we've that been before. through that, Dave. I feel your pain. Trust man. me, we've done that before. We did it all. God, we did ten movies before. Or nine or nine or ten movies. No, we did Hobbs and Shaw as well. Yeah. yeah, ten. Fuck, man, that was wild. So, and those get a little, you know, by the end you're like, fuck, kind of want this to end. But these ones, I'm like, cool, because they're all kind of different, each one of them. So I, I've I've found myself really enjoying them, and um, the remasters they did on these as well just look really good. So if you haven't seen them in 4K, if you have the ability to do it, I highly recommend it because um, it's a solid like series of movies, and it's it's kind of sad, you know. Seeing how old yeah. Harrison Ford is fucking got. Right. Dude, there's, there's nothing sad about that. He's aging gracefully. Right. Dude, it's, like it's a 80. good thing, dude. We can't yeah. do we I think we can't have any more you know, one final rodeo yeah. Indiana, <laughs> Indiana Jones movie. Dude, you know? dude, I thought he looked old back in Kingdom Skull days and then like yeah. If you had told me there's going to be another one 15 years, I'd be like, you're fucking crazy, right? <laughs> like, boy, it's going to be 80 years old? Yeah, he actually will be. Asshole. So, like, check it out. This is what it's about. So, I for- completely forgot that River Phoenix is in um, what Last Crusade. Last Crusade, he's young yeah, India. Oh, wow. yeah. yeah, I just randomly saw something and it made me look up, look it up, and I was like, "Damn, I had no, I completely yeah. forgot." It's crazy because then he dies like three years later. Yeah, then he's like dead right away after that. Yeah, so it's fuck, man. Um, a lot of good, yeah. lot of good moments though. So it's definitely been a good series working my way through, and I'm, uh, I'm, I, I know there's some already mixed reviews on Dallas Destiny, but I mean. It's a Cans crowd, right? Is that the movie you bring yeah. the Cans? Like, Absolutely. I don't know, there's an Indiana Jones film, Cans crew. 
Okay. I feel like that's a weird thing that's been happening lately is like these big blockbuster movies like making their way yeah. to like these these film fests like that and like Killers of the Flower Moon like okay well it's you know Scorsese <laughs> I think he's established enough you don't have to go to a fucking festival yeah. he's like hey, love me forever for my three <laughs> sons of bitches when does- um, I'm gonna bring oh, up sorry. T- oh, sorry, go ahead, David. Uh, when is the new Indiana Jones coming out June 30th so oh, okay. you have plenty of time to also binge watch these as well <laughs> Just to let you know, I have a feeling you will. I don't know why. Uh-huh. Just a little I think itch. He's, he's got Zelda <laughs> in between us now, so uh, I'm tired. <laughs> he's wearing racing gloves. I don't know if that signifies anything. So I want to bring up something else too. I saw also the 1993 uh, Sylvester Stallone film Cliffhanger the other day. Okay, classic. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever seen Cliffhanger or haven't seen it in I don't know 30 years, like me, but. Uh, it was a very fun rewatch, guys. I gotta say, was it? I don't think you know. I don't know if I've ever actually seen it, or I don't oh, know if I've you, accidentally if I actually have parts of it sat through it. Okay, <laughs> all, yeah. the, all the way. You know, if you it's like one of those movies back in the day where my dad would force me to watch, and I would have fallen asleep and just moved I on. Think there's it. a lot to like here still. If you guys don't know, it's about a, a, some mountain climbers, rescue mountain climbers that are taken kind of hostage by terrorists that because these packages of money have fallen throughout these mountains it's supposed to be the rockies or some shit and it obviously it stars sylvester stallone and um he's helping out and um he's not really helping out he's like forced to do it but meanwhile he's trying to thwart these terrorist plans and shit like that i gotta say cocaine bear with mountains yeah (laughs) basically (laughs) kind of actually now that I think about it, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're looking for bags and that shit too, man, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Aren't they? I don't know if I'm wrong on this, but aren't they uh, come out with a, <laughs> talking about a sequel to they are. Yeah. That's they why are. I actually yeah. went and saw this because I was like, I've had it and it, it got a 4K remaster too. I was like, fuck, it's been a while. <laughs> uh, Michael Rooker's in it too, like one of probably his earliest roles, I'm assuming. So wow. if you, I mean, just talking of Guardians, I mean, like he's in this film too and it's, you whoa, know, whoa. they have kind of a, kind of a weird history with each other because of an event that happens at the beginning of the movie. So they're kind of working through that, but it's surprisingly very gory, by the way, this film, there's like some action sequences that are like definitely that nineties kind of flair to it. You're like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> like let him go. You know, like, like let up on the guy. God damn, man. I'm like, Jesus, like he just wants to climb a mountain, bro. Relax. Yeah. It's funny though. Like there's a, so there's, there's all this stuff like supposedly Sylvester Stallone hasn't climbed a mountain in like a year or something. Right. And I'm like, He's just jacked, though, still. I'm like, yeah, what's yeah. he been doing? Like, just lifting trucks or some shit? Like, <laughs> you can see his muscles through a sweater, dude. And I'm like, dude, come on, man. I'm like, I'm just saying. But Yeah, it's a bit unnecessary for your everyday life. <laughs> yeah. I'm just getting my stuff. And I'm like, shit about that. So. <laughs> and lastly, I do want to bring up, I did watch Ghosted, a movie that Michael Parko, my guest host from last week, uh, or last episode, uh, recommended and i gotta say guys it was absolutely garbage holy fuck ghosted what was that one again i can't it remember is with, it is a uh chat gpt driven uh <laughs> maybe written by ai i don't really know man it's 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 from chris evans and anna oh Darmus. that's right that's right it that's is right. so bad these two have no chemistry anna Darmus also is wearing a wig the entire time i don't know what? if she was doing a role where her hair was cut short or something but well, maybe she was doing all that, I um, all I saw was the wig the whole time. Like I was like, "Yo, that's like the worst looking wig I've seen since the Aquaman chick or uh, uh, whatever Amber Heard's wig in one of the movies." Like, oh god! Terrible. So I was like, "Damn, we couldn't have fixed that." 
I'm looking at it now, and it really is. It, it's it, it's such a round cap on her yeah. head. <laughs> yes. It looks so bad. I only bring this up because I think near the end of the film, there's a scene where she has long hair again, or it's maybe her real hair, because it looks way better. I'm like, oh my god, I feel like I'm looking at two different characters here. Reshoots, you know? It might have been a reshoot, I think, or like something like six months later, like, hey, we need to end, we're going to change the ending of the movie, so we need you to come back. Or I don't know. It was just like... So blaringly, and there's so many cameos. They just, they're just, they have them just to have them in this film. I think they're just kind of yeah. flexing their power. I don't know why, but it's like, oh my I god. Think, I think it's one of those things where it's like, let's just take some of the biggest names. It's right, you know, the biggest, one of the biggest male names, one of the biggest female names, and just put them together and pray. It, it even, <laughs> I, I, I've god. seen that people were like, hey, it doesn't seem like they were sometimes maybe even on the same like set on the same day. Oh, I did hear I that. Saw that the yeah. way that they're. Yeah, the the way they're doing stuff, and man, there's so much green screen. I was like, there's a chance they weren't actually on set during some of these sequences because they're just talking. I actually, I believe that, and I think I came across something that was specifically talking about that, where like you can tell that they were not on set together filming at least this that particular scene. I think, oh man, there's a couple scenes. I'm not gonna lie, guys. So uh, oh once again, I I I don't know if Mikey was taking acid or something when he watched this movie. <laughs> Under the influence, but man, it was it was it was a chore to get through, and it was not the reverse night and day, Nabil. I, I will tell you that much. I was going to ask you, was it the reverse night and day? Though no. that's the question, because I would never watch this movie again. But I'd watch night and day again, probably. Well, the good news is Dexter Fletcher can add it to his list of growing <laughs> forgettable films that are terminal with Margot Robbie and Sherlock and gnomes. Yikes! Good God, man. Oh my God. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's everything, guys, that we've been watching. Let's move on now <laughs> to our main Dear review. God of Fast X. Let's start back at the beginning, shall we? Los Angeles, two thousand one. Humble roots, local kids, street racers who became hijackers. Graduated to high-speed smuggling. Mobile jailbreaks. Train robbers. If it could be done in a car, they did it. If it violates the laws of God and gravity, they did it twice. But the days where one man behind the wheel of a car can make a difference are over. It's time to prepare for what's coming. You might want to buckle up. All right, Fast X or Fast Ten, Fast and Furious Ten. I don't know. There's a lot of names being tossed around. It's whatever you want to make it, Bill. Yes, whatever makes you feel good. <laughs> this is currently sitting with a 55% Rotten Tomato score. Uh, the story goes: Dom Toretto and his family are targeted by the vengeful son of drug kingpin Hernan Reyes. This is directed by last minute Louis Leterrier who also did The Transporter 1 and 2, both Mexican films, the ones in 2002-2005 uh, with Jason Statham, The Incredible Hulk in 2008, Clash of the Titans in 2010, Now You See Me in 2013, and The Takedown in 2022. So some notable films there. So he's, he's got a bit of history. Written by Dan Mazzo, who did Wrath of the Titans 2012, as well as Justin Lin, who was the previous director before he decided that he didn't want to do it for unknown reasons, who did uh, the last few F uh, Fast and Furious films, including the last one, F9, The Fast Saga. 
This film is currently in theaters and was released on May 19th. This is starring everybody who was in the last film. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you can say that way. Yeah, there you go. Everybody in there include, and we're just going to add on some special guests. Rita Moreno as Abuelita Toretto. Brie Larson as Tess. Alan Rickston as Ames. Jason Momoa as Dante Reyes. And Leo Abuelo Perry as Little B, a.k.a. Lil' Brian. I'm just going to throw this out here for everybody. We're going to get um, into a lot of stuff in this film, and I feel like there's not too much to spoil. There's just some secrets at the end, so we're going to do our best not to go over too much of what little plot there is in this film. <laughs> a little jabs there, Bill, <laughs> huh? Jesus. <laughs> but know that we are going to talk about some aspects of the film that may, may feel like, you know, there's not a lot. I feel like there's not too much to spoil over here, so don't worry about hopefully not having to skip too far into the end, except for some key end credit scenes, to be honest. Let me start, though, before going into this movie, and since, David, this is the freshest in your mind, <laughs> what <laughs> what is your actual history with the Fast and the Furious franchise? For the longest time, I only watched the first three movies, and then I remember catching the fifth. The third one being the best. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I remember catching the fifth one on DVD with my dad, and then I just didn't watch anything for, I don't know, what, like 10 years now? And then... <laughs> I mean, yeah, maybe 12, yeah, actually. Yeah. I think five came out in 2011, man. Then James was like, hey, you want to be on this podcast? So I was like, uh... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Trust me, I think Chris has a similar story. So. <laughs> Borderline exactly the same, exactly the same story. Minus Fast Five. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. so I was like, "All right, all right, I'll do it." And then I was like, "You know what? I, I only had a week, and I was like, I can't do all ten movies at once." So I just started, did you know? and then I couldn't find four, so I started with five, which you know is key to this new movie. Yeah, I couldn't find actually. four. Yeah. Yeah, I just I just read the wiki on four. I'm like, good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Paul Walker. And then yeah, I just blew through all of them on my days off in the past week, you know. And then it was so crazy. I I like woke up late because I was tired from work, and then I started fast or F nine, and then I literally finished it, and then sped over to the movie theater. <laughs> That's some dedication. Man. Um, but yeah, it was crazy going through these movies. It's I remember thinking Fast Five is definitely when it jumped the shark, and James was like, "No, it's Fast Six and I started watching. Yeah, I was actually yeah. like, yo, Fast Five is actually the more grounded, yeah. if you can believe that. Of all of them, yeah. Which is insane right. and, to say at this point. And then, but, yeah, yeah, start Fast Six, what was that, Furious Six? And then I'm just like, yep, this is definitely when it jumps the shark. <laughs> it, goes, it goes crazy <laughs> from there. But uh, I had a good time with these films overall. Um, it's just, if you shut off your brain, you're going to have a great time overall. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that that's... Um, what you're supposed to take from this uh, particular film as well. But let me ask you, Chris, what, <laughs> what what's your history with the Fast and Furious franchise? Well, believe it or not, I have not seen all of them. Oh. In fact, I've only seen one, two, three, and now ten. <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> Wait, oh, man. Is, that, is that allowed? <laughs> I don't I think I could go into movie jail for that. I think I could I could be arrested for that. But it was, you know, I, what I did do though, is I went on YouTube and I watched a, uh, you know, a, tell me what I've, tell me what I've missed between then mm-hmm. and now and pretty informative, you know, I, you know, I, I don't know what any of the characters have to do with each other. <laughs> I don't know who's died and who hasn't because I know every time somebody comes back for like, what? Yeah, and I'm Matter, like, yeah, it's like, a, sure. it's like a Marvel comic, dude. Like, even if they die, like, mm, he might be back. Yeah. <laughs> 
But at least in, in Marvel, they go, if you didn't see him die, he's not really dead. Fast and Furious movies are like, even if you see him die, he's, he's going he's gonna, he's gonna to come back. <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll, we'll retcon it, trust me. <laughs> but, you know, I liked the the first movie. I, I think everybody kind of, you know, it's it's so far removed from what all the other movies are. It's it's so much more contained. It's just a heist movie, essentially. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I really like that. I didn't really care too much for Too Fast, Too Furious. I mean, the name should have led, led you to that. But it, uh, it, it, it may, it, I think it has one of the best lines in, in the cinematic. Oh, history, no. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what? Forget about it, cuz. <laughs> the way that Walt Walker says that, I forced the bill to say it last time on the <laughs> marathon. I was like, forget say, about it, cuz. You're gonna have to say that part, bro. Just it's so random. Uh, yeah, I don't even honestly, I don't even remember too much about it. Um, and, and Tokyo Drift, I like. You know, I think the acting is pretty bad. Uh, for the most part, you know, throughout the movie, but I think story wise and like you know from action cinematography wise, it's I think it's it's a pretty decent, um, decent movie. But yeah, I haven't seen any other movies. I think everybody kind of like talks about Fast Five being like probably the best movie in the franchise, and like the bill mentioned earlier, and you know I'm I'm looking forward to eventually getting to it in a couple years. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I mean, going into this movie, I was you know I wasn't really sure what to expect having seen such limited amounts of the other movies but it did um kind of like take that curiosity in me a little bit to like okay i actually like this movie i kind of interested to kind of go back and see how everything kind of i was gonna ask it's like like, i'm seeing a movie and now i'm seeing like fucking six prequels to it now (laughs) (laughs) i mean you're not too far off yeah pretty much i think so it's like star wars all over again right Exactly like that. It's like starting oh. from like the rise of Skywalker, and then be like, you know, I'm gonna run the rest of them back. You know what? I'd like to higher. understand. Yeah, I'd like to understand what the hell's going on here. So yeah. let me let me, let me like the, it back. It's like the the scene where like um where Luke's show, doing a showdown with whatever Adam Driver's character is out in the desert, and he pulls out his lightsaber. He just looks at the camera and goes, "You're probably wondering how I got here." <laughs> just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually works. That's a very ac- yeah. That's yeah, a very yeah. accurate interpretation. Yeah. Insert yeah. rusty franchise. <laughs> well, I don't really want to ask you, James, what you thought about this franchise because you've uh, been through this journey with me already. So, what I want to ask you instead is, what was your expectations of going into this film compared to what you've seen so far? Especially knowing from a lot of um, you know the stuff they've been like, talking about online, where it's essentially the sequel to or this is the the. Tr- well, I think it was supposed to be a two-parter, but maybe now a trilogy one. of now the it's a ending. Trilogy. Yeah, like holy yeah. shit, ending of the franchise. So, so what was your thoughts going into the film? I was like, this Any is their, this is their, this is their, uh, this is their end game, dude. <laughs> About to be <laughs> kind of. Oh yeah. god, uh, my ex- no, it's victory. totally Infinity War vibes, honestly. Yeah. Infinity War, yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. Um, <laughs> pretty low, I gotta say. I didn't think the trailers for this looked particularly that great, and I didn't know what to expect from Jason Momoa. I guess our previous time that we did fast nine what was it? was it fast nine or f9 i fast guess nine. f9 i did not like that movie at all so that was like a pretty low i think that's the lowest point they've gone which is insane to say even after this so i came in pretty low to tell you the truth i, I wasn't really looking forward to this but like david said though it's it's I just had because David been texting me all week, like his his reactions to every film, and it's kind of like rekindled a little flame in me. <laughs> like, oh my god, they just said this shit! And I'm like, oh god, yeah, I know some of the dumbest lines in cinematic history, but I love it. They're amazing. Like, oh, yeah, 
So then I was like, well, fuck. I mean, if I go in this, like, turn my brain off mode, because, like, I, I'm too critical about shit nowadays. So I was like, you know what? Maybe I just will just go and just have fun, right? So that's kind of my mindset I went in with. So Yeah. Yeah, I, I was definitely not looking forward to this film. I was uh, after what we saw through the last one. I was like, "This is." I'm I'm happy that they're planning to end it until I heard that it's been extended to maybe a trilogy now. So now I'm like, it's never gonna end. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just got spin off stuff too. Yeah. God damn it, Vin, let it go. Yeah. Five, <laughs> let it go. Holding on to something, no one knows what it is anymore. But also the same with low expectations. So let me ask you guys this. Um, think about. I want to get your thoughts on the film, but before we go into the plot and everything, just give me like one word that could describe what this film is to, to you. Like, just see if you can summarize it. I'm gonna, I'll go first, um, and I won't go for the easy one, which I know <laughs> so there. But I'm gonna say chaos because it just felt like it's just a very chaotic film. I'm gonna go to you, James. Next, give me one word that that kind of summarizes this film for you. Boom. <laughs> All right. Uh, how about you, David? Oh, man. Uh, first thing. <laughs> Don't think about it too hard, first, David. Just, first, let it, just let it ride. First thing that came to mind was nail polish. <laughs> I don't hate that. I don't hate that either, actually. <laughs> how about you, Chris? Uh, I'm going to go with absurd. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> actually, like Audacity. in a good way. <laughs> I, I agree. Absurd slash ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, so so David, I'm going to go to you since you. This is again very fresh for you from going into the franchise and now jumping into this film essentially the same day. You're the new so. age of the Fast and Furious. <laughs> yes. you know. uh, what? So what was what was your thoughts on the plot of this movie? What what actually worked for you, or what many things didn't work for you? <laughs> like what what? Uh, how did this film um, live up to? I mean, the plot of this franchise again. What plot? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's very bare bones. And honestly, like I was alluding to earlier, you kind of, I, I just kind of turn off my brain. Like in the beginning, they're talking about, oh, we got to go on this mission. And I kind of tuned out all the details on that. I'm like, wait, what are they doing? <laughs> like in the middle? Oh, it of, does not matter, David. Yeah. It does not matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm just kind of amazed at how they keep referencing like older movies. There's like all these pieces of technology that are, like are the focus of like the MacGuffins of the previous movies and they keep bringing those back and I'm like you think any other movie would they would just kind of get rid of that just to so that they would they wouldn't have to worry about writing that into their script but I'm just surprised at how much they reference like the old movies like the god's eye it keeps coming back yeah um, yeah it's portable now. It's like the yeah. third time I think they brought it up. Like third movie, right? right? Yeah. Probably yeah. like you take something like that, this this concept of like the most powerful technology, and they're like, we really like shot ourselves in the ass because what can we make that's more intense than this? Right. Bring True. it back. True. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, it's gonna get an acting credit right. here soon. It's it's all about like you know they keep going back to family, but it's also like why do they keep splitting these people up? Too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I also kind of like you you touched on about bringing back the past like they keep bringing up Brian and I feel like they've they're are they going to bring Brian back somehow into this <laughs> film because they keep like he's definitely his presence is somewhere in this right. movie. He can only take care of his kid for so long. Yeah. You know? I have to say that I, I agree like they always like Chris doesn't know, but They've been doing this for like four, and David knows, for like four movies where they're like, what about Brian? Like, Brian's fine. He's with the kids. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I don't think he would just stand around while like this shit's exactly. going on. Brian's right? out. Leave him out of this. <laughs> yeah, like he deserves to be happy. And I'm like, 
Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think of like another film like that has like you know. I don't know, like six to six plus movies, and imagining like the main character just halfway through it, just be like, "Oh, he's, he can't make it." <laughs> I don't think there's any movies like this. No. There's been, I don't, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but has there been any franchise that's been ten plus movies where, unfortunately, the one of the main leads died like during halfway <laughs> through, and they just continued to let his character live in the? I don't think so, right? I think that's what's frustrating about it. Is like they really should, like maybe you know, Star Wars, like. Like carry kind of kind of yeah, like, but like he passed away. Stop referencing him, you know. Like let him move on, and let's just kind of forget about it and leave that part away. But they they keep bringing it to the front of the franchise, and it's like, so what are you gonna do? Are you gonna bring him into this? Is he gonna save the day? Because you obviously have a connection with him still in this, you know. It's not a very subtle nod to saying, you know, anything nice about him. It's just that. Do they want him back? Are they gonna do some CG thing in the next film? I don't know. We can do some crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. What about your thoughts, Chris? Um, going into this a bit more fresh-faced, <laughs> what's your thought on the, on how the story went? Or I mean, even some of the the B, C, D plots that were going on yeah. in there with take them a, being all a, split up. Take yeah. a roll. Take yeah. a roll. I, uh, <laughs> I uh, you know, I actually I did like it. Actually, su- surprisingly, I thought I was going to be like kind of going into it, it was going to be kind of whatever you know. But I came out of it actually like enjoying it. Um, I think I don't know if it's because it's just like so much going on just so constantly that um it doesn't actually you know it doesn't feel like there's very many slow points in it which is kind of nice for like that kind of movie you know if i guess if there's a movie that's just straight up action non-stop i guess you kind of any slow points really gonna dial you know the vibe back a little bit but i liked it it is kind of like interesting how they you know on me not knowing a lot you know i had only a few days to prepare for this i think <laughs> i think james asked me on monday hey do you want to be on our podcast next monday i was like oh okay the movie's coming like out two weeks in advance the movie was coming out on friday i was like let me pull over real quick i just want to make sure okay? no no yeah you gave me a little bit of time it's just you know but you did tell me like hey most i, I don't have any history but truthfully i kind of wanted somebody that had no history at all with it yeah. i was like yeah i mean that'd be cool so we have another opinion on it so yeah, and aside from like the like um David was saying how they kind of like reference things from like prior movies and stuff like that. I think they do also do like, you know, aside from the, those moments, they do a good job of keeping the, the the story pretty contained. I think if you take the first couple movies and I know that this is kind of like almost an indirect relatively indirect sequel to Fast 5, right? I think yeah. that's it connects, where, Yeah. Yeah, that's the, yeah. Jason Momoa's character's dad, right? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. So I think, like, you know, all those other characters re- removed, I think if you were to take the first, well, maybe not Too Fast, Too Furious, but you take the other movies, you go up to Fast Five, you take the, and you put this bad boy on the end of it, I think you have a really good set of, like, films just straight across, you know? Um, but I liked it. I thought the action was good. I thought, you know, that intro scene with, you know, with, uh, or not the intro scene, but, the, you know, the first scene with um, taking place in Rome and all that, it's good. Mm-hmm. I think there's just a lot of faces that I know of to have, like, you know, been away for a while this movie seems a bit like convenient you know there's way too much just <laughs> convenience <laughs> you know I mean, everything that's, has that's to work kind of, that's been the definition of this franchise. yeah, yeah. It's like, welcome to the series nothing, nothing works the way it's supposed to work things are just gonna it's just how it is and you're just gonna have to accept that you know just like what was the, what was what was that scene from one of the prior films where i think it even might have been fast five where diesel like vin diesel like goes off the bridge like 
with the rope thing that's attached, he just drives over and now it's just connected to his car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that was the and last one. Yes. You know, and then, you know, some loose ends, which, you know, they're going to, they're going to obviously going to come back in, like, you know, state them at one point. He's, he's in the movie for like, you know, five minutes, you know, and then he's <laughs> yeah. gone. You think he's going to show back up, but he never does. You know, that's, and you can kind of tell gauge where that's going to go. But, you know, I liked, I liked the film. I liked it. It was good. I gotta ask okay. though, D- David, did you like the film? Uh, it was entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed it overall. That's good that you weren't burnt out. <laughs> after <laughs> I, mean, I don't know, man. I, the last four films are kind of blending into well, one. Movie I will. I will. I don't know where the book. Well, like I was looking over the outline for this, and I'm just trying to remember like plot points and like the set pieces, and I'm like, wait, was that Fast Nine? Was that Fast Eight? <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> I'm having trouble. Was a submarine in this movie? There was a submarine, right? Kind of. Yeah. Kind of. And and what about you, James? Thoughts on the plot, or even just the kind of uh, cliffhanger ending? Do you feel like it's a good setup to the next film on some of these things that they have? Like, how yeah. do you think this is progressing towards uh, this I, trilogy finale? I surprisingly actually like this movie, which is crazy because mm-hmm. I I didn't think I would. I I think it runs a little too long. Like, did did we need a two and a half hour long Fast and Furious no, movie? Mm. Um, oh, but no. I will credit like to Chris's uh, point. I thought the pacing was actually pretty good. Uh, my girlfriend did not, though. She was <laughs> telling me she was like, which is funny. Janelle, I think she saw she watched Fast Nine with me. And I remember I was just watching that. And I was like, oh, they should have died like seven times. Right. Or something. <laughs> so many times in that movie. I'm like, they should be dead. Everyone should be dead on this team. Like even in this movie, I'm like, how do they survive this? I can't just kept saying that. But she was like, she thought it was too long, which I understand. She doesn't like long movies. She never has. But. It's not also, one flat tire. Not, <laughs> not one flat tire. Not one broken neck either. Just not like, one yeah. broken. I got a flat tire the other day. I don't even know how it happened. <laughs> Did you jump off from a different highway to another highway? Drive through three buildings. I, I mean, I might as well have. You know. Oh yeah. So it was definitely one of those things where I don't. I think it works because I will talk about plot wise. I think the villain here is really good, and I think he yeah. steals the show, which mm-hmm. is insane. Absolutely. Um. I actually really like Jason Momoa. I know we'll get into that in a sec, but I thought the subplots though were dumb as hell. Just to let you know, like there's too many subplots of like, there's even scenes that I thought could have been edited down. Like I, I brought it up on the on the outline. There's there's a scene where like Tyrese's team, I guess, right? I guess we can say, which is weird by the way. I like these movies better when they're all together. This one they split it up, and uh, does Vin Diesel not like working with anybody anymore? Like this guy's just by himself the whole movie. He's yeah, like, I'm just. I don't think Vin Diesel has anybody to work with anymore because. You know, again, there's no Brian. <laughs> so there's like yeah, Letty and I, him. That's why I'm so saying. Like, who does he have to play with? I have a theory I'll bring up during spoilers, but like the Pete Davidson scene, right? Where they go to like the inner cafe. That was like the dumbest fucking scene in yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. Like just watching it. I was like, why? It goes nowhere, by the way. They don't that's get the worst they don't do anything. Scene, yeah. And I was like, we could have like that's what comes out of it. Yeah, we could have cut like five minutes out of that, right? Like yep. that, that mm-hmm. scene was I think you could have cut that entire scene to be completely honest. And yeah, there's, that's what I mean. there's weird aspects of that scene where like Han is eating like the, the muffin, he starts tripping <laughs> up, and then they, they never touch on it. I was waiting for him to say something and they so never weird. touch on it. And you're supposed to be like, on. Oh, okay. I guess. Tyrese has like powder or something in his, yeah. his hand. What was, was up like, with the powder? <laughs> Dude, I even told Janelle, I was like, yo, was it was that like dust or cocaine? What was he doing? <laughs> Where did yeah. that come from? He did it. Like, he just has like thousands of dollars strapped to him for just. Dude, I mean, good thing they needed it. <laughs> yeah, okay, convenience again, right? Once again, yeah, exactly. He's like, "Well, you guys have money." I'm like, "That's not all your money, though, right?" Like, <laughs> I'm assuming you have a bank account. Like, why did you put money on a 
what the hell? I was like, I guess we're just, I guess that team I always thought of was like, this is like the silly goose team. I'm just going to be like, all right, silly goose time, whatever. It doesn't make any fucking sense what they're doing. Tyrese's character definitely invested in NFTs. Oh my God. (laughs) One interesting thing I I thought about that subplot though, is that like going from all the movies in a row is that they keep referencing like Roman or Tyree's trying to like be a leader. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. They're kind of doing this overarching thing. But also I'm like, oh, shit. And then, David found the character development. Right? Damn, look at you, David. <laughs> but then you're like, wait, this doesn't go anywhere. This is stupid. <laughs> I mean, well, they kind of they they do it yeah. by the end where they're like, sounds like a leader to me. And I'm like, weren't mm. you guys just fighting like yeah. an hour and a half ago? I'm just saying. Here's his feelings, internet bro. Cafe? God damn, it's such a stupid scene. Sorry. That's the one subplot scene. I was like, what the fuck? So... Yeah, I think to your point, James, I think like in terms of scenes that just didn't really fit or like really work, I think also the Letty and what's her Cypher, right? Yeah, there, yeah. I think just say Charlize Theron. Charlize mm-hmm. Theron. <laughs> um, I think the whole scenes, their whole scenes where they're together in that, you know, Antarctic, you know, <laughs> like why? Why? Like, why did it have to be that? And why did it have to be there? It's almost like they're like, we want to put another submarine in this movie. <laughs> how to do it. And also our, our budget right now is way too big. So we'll just throw a submarine in the end of it. How? They're in Antarctica, of course. You know, I will say that that's one of the things I did enjoy about the film. I mean, a lot of the action was good. Agency? And that scene, no, that scene <laughs> where Charlize Theron and, um, Michelle Rodriguez, they get into the fight. Like, I actually really enjoyed that fight scene that they had inside that hospital. It is a cool fight scene, I won't lie, but did you get the vibe, guys, at, like, the agency? Like, what the fuck is this place? Yeah, they're a mess. That whole agency is... The setup of the thing was, like, the most sci-fi shit. I'm like, yo, they were still in VCRs in the first movie. They come a long (laughs) way. I was like, damn, look at this. Dude, not having seen the other movies, the whole time I was watching it, I was like, the agency. The agency. I'm like, this shit is so big. Oh, what about the agency? Is it, is it supposed to be the CIA? I'm not fully sure anymore. I don't know. No. I, I don't think they ever name it in any movie, right? No, I gotta ask David, because he's, he's more recent on it. Is this the same team from Hobbs and Shaw? Is that the agency, too? No, that's a, a CIA thing in Hobbs and Shaw. I can't oh, believe remember I the mysterious, this. Just, like, spoiler-wise, mm-hmm. like, if you haven't watched Hobbs and Shaw, at the end, there's like a somebody's behind the whole thing. They, oh. they never go back. Oh, obviously. that. No, no, no. That's totally different. Is that the agency? No, no, no. Oh, that's okay. totally different. I thought it was. I was like, is are they just trying to connect everything now? Because this is like the shadow agency yeah. or some shit? Or the agency is Le- like Legion of Doom. It's like Mr. Nobody's group. <laughs> yeah, he's a little curly. Okay. Sorry. I was just like, fuck, man. Which Mr. Nobody, Kurt, aka Kurt Russell, is just MIA, I guess. Yeah. Nobody knows why. He's just gone. Uh, but his daughter is there, who happens to also be a high ranking officer in the agency, which is Brie Larson, who does nothing. I like, I love Brie Larson, but she has no role in this film. No one knows why she's really in yeah. it. Um, good to see her on a screen, but like, why are you here? You know, kind of thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, she's just not, there's, they didn't give her anything to do. And then you have Alan Richardson, uh, who's doing the, um, who's, he's Ames, right? So he's doing uh, the, the role of like, I'm going to go after everybody and, you know, stop this guy. And he's, he's kind of the momentum, I guess, for some reason, yeah. but you already have like Jason Momoa's character. So it's like, why do you need two of these, you know, you know, antagonists? You know what I thought when I was watching it first before without spoiling anything, I assumed the Ames role was supposed to be Hobbs like the whole time when I was oh, yeah. watching it. Yeah, I was like, is this supposed to be Hobbs? But then, to. yeah, if you guys don't know, like Vin Diesel and 
Dwayne Johnson fucking hate each other. So, like, you know, they've publicly had disputes where I was like, oh, but he's not coming back, which we'll talk about more, obviously, in a little bit. But they probably wrote it that way, though. You know, they probably wrote it in a way that was like, like, this is perfect for him. And he was like, no, dude, I'm not coming back. (laughs) That's what I felt, too, Chris. That's what I was thinking. And I was like, oh, so they just got another jacked dude. Like, we'll just get this guy then. okay?" which is great. Alan Richardson. Have you guys seen Blue Mountain State? No, but I, he was on no, Titans. Dude. I don't know if you saw Titans. Yeah, also no, he was on right Titans, he's, yeah. And he's doing he's great Jack Reacher. But if you guys are yeah. okay with a, a good comedy series, and it's not it's not too long. I think it's like two seasons, maybe three. I don't know. But he's one of the main characters, and he is so good. He's so different from like his recent like action stuff and all that. He's just like a weird goofball, big goofball football player, but he's really, really good. One of the best performances in a series I've ever seen, to be honest. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, shit. Well, speaking about the some of the new characters that have been added over here, let's go in a bit to Jason Momoa's character, uh, Dante Reyes, who's um, getting vengeance for his father's killing in Fast Five. I'm going to go to you, James. What what did you think about his, this new uh, villain? He was great. I think this might be the best villain in the Fast and Furious franchise, which is crazy to say because we had to fucking Idris Elba and Hobbs and Shaw, right? So. <laughs> Just fuck, dude. This 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 franchise, I gotta say, attracts like big names at least. Like, oh yeah, yeah. want to be in these fucking things. But Jason Momoa is so crazy in this movie. He's funny as hell too. Like, I was actually laughing a lot, which is like sadistical because like he's doing some shit that's like that's pretty creepy. There's some this is it's a there's it's a, a scene where he's painting like dead dudes fucking toenails, yeah, and I was like, whoa, that's a little over the top. That's right? why I said nail polish. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like. I feel like he dressed himself too. Like he just showed up. He's like, I'm just wearing what I'm wearing. Like, okay, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I don't know if you guys feel like listen he's to like, like the Daily Planet or anything or uh, the Weekly Planet, but they're talking like he looks like a mystical genie in, at times. Like, <laughs> yeah. I read that he like a lot of his wardrobe and his cars are purple because his mom hates the color and he wanted to mess with her. Really? Yeah. Okay, I, I can see that. I know he said this was like a, a more of a less manly role, but like. I don't know. He was like killing it, man. He he does stuff in here where, once again, very convenient. Like, oh, I knew you would do this. So I did this. And it's like a lot yeah. of that. But it worked for me. Like every scene he was in, I actually liked it a lot. Like he was a scene stealer the whole time. I so agree. I, I agree. So, yeah, I think I think personally, I think Jason Momoa's character is what worked the most for me. Um, I think he was just so like softly diabolical. Like the humor is good there. The flamboyancy is there. He's like this weird mix between like sexual gypsy, the Joker, (laughs) you know, I don't know know what it is, but you know, I was vibing on it. I think you're right. I think every scene that he was in, he's a scene stealer for sure. And I found myself just kind of like looking forward to every time he was going to show back up. It was a nice change from like all the previous movies with like the brooding villains, like especially John (laughs) Cena, like John Cena had such a change in this movie, but then so Jason Momoa and this was such a nice change. Dude, Jason, dude, John Cena is a completely different character in this fucking movie. He's completely different. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's kind of playing like some other characters that he does in other films, like his old John Cena self and like all the other stuff that he does compared to the last film where he was like a straight up villain. Yeah. It's like they took his character from Peacemaker and they're like, let's, just do, let's, let's do that instead. They're like, hey, yeah. we kind of like your goofy self. You want to do that again one more time? Yeah. A little less hair gel, a little more, you know, shorts and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we talked a little bit about uh, Jason Momoa. There was also another kind of blast from the past ish character, which I didn't really name at the beginning. We have Daniela Mel- Melquire 
Isabel, who plays Isabel Neves, who's um, uh, Dom's deceased baby, baby girlfriend, sister. baby mama sister, <laughs> <laughs> who's just kind of been brought into the fold too, and has a um, has some beef with Jason Momoa's character. Uh, Chris, I'm going to just kind of bring this into you. Did you? What did you think about Isabel? Do you? I, you don't really have any history with, you know. Uh, Fast Five, so I and Fast Six, so I don't know if it really matters. But like, what did she bring anything to you? Was this a nice kind of change of a, another new character in here? Did you like her dynamic with Toretto? Since uh, not really. I thought I really like her. I like her as an actress. I loved her in um, Suicide Squad. I thought she was a great standout in that. Uh, but as far as this movie goes, it's it just. It wasn't. I feel like her character was a bit unnecessary. I feel like you could have removed her character all the way, completely, and you probably would have had a better film for it. Um, you think she, like she's a setup character though? Like she'll be used more in sequels? She'll probably be used more in the sequels, but I think just for the sake of having more characters and people who are hot right now, you know, more in the franchise. You know, it's you know, there's like, and you know, it, it kind of bugged me when. You know, they're finally. You know, she, he's back at her place or wh- whatever it is, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, you, you knew all along." You know, that was her sister. He's like, mm. "No, you smiled." I was like, "Really, dude? Smile with your eyes." <laughs> yeah. I know people eyes. that I would have no idea they're related. You know, yeah. and then you just randomly came across this car chase, and this girl just happened to be there, and she just happened to be relative of your. You <laughs> know, was like convenience. That's why. Convenience. That's <laughs> why. Um, it's all about convenient family Uh, but yeah I love her as an actress I just think that her role in this is is just kind of a little unnecessary I think you could have fulfilled that same role with virtually probably a lot of characters that showed up or didn't show up at some point throughout the series you know and i'm sure that there, there's some characters that they're saving that probably for the next film or the next i don't know two films if they do what they're planning what they say they're planning on doing but if she doesn't show back up i think she was pretty i don't think she was really necessary to the story to become to be honest yeah well and kind of talking about the characters in general i know we've touched a lot about this but uh, david going on to you know seeing how the other films have progressed and how big the cast is now with all these extra characters. Do you feel like we, this was, I, I think James touched on it a little bit, but do you feel like this is doing it at a service that everybody was kind of in their own little pockets? Or do you think that this kind of worked and everybody got their like fair shot in screen time in this movie? Or do you, would you have liked to see more of the ensemble together? I would have liked to see the ensemble more together. It's just, you know, the movie's already long, but you're spending so much time on all these separate plots that aren't that useful in the end. I mean, maybe this movie will be better when you can watch it like back to back with the future films. But, you know, standalone, it's like, yeah, what is Roman's team doing? It's like, why? Why are they resolving like this this way? I don't know. It's. <laughs> it's just like, man, can we just move this along and focus on like what the main story like Jason Momoa is what's going on with him? Like, why do I need to see this Antarctica stuff? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think you've said it pretty well. That it's, It would have been nice to see them all come together. I know there's a reason that they're being separated is because Jason Momoa is trying to target them all specifically. But it, it, 
but the length of the film, it would have been nice to have them all together for just a little bit, at least. Other than the barbecue, you're like, (laughs) it's so weird that you would have like his character so predominantly like targeting every individual person down to you know down to his son, but. He's not targeting Brian for whatever reason. He knows Brian's at home. He knows Brian's at home babysitting. He's like, ah, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. Even Jake Samoa's character is like, he deserves a good life. Okay? <laughs> He's like, well, who's gonna watch Brian's kids? I'm already attacking Dom. Oh, it's also. I mean, Mia shows up for like one scene. And it's like, dude, why does Mia just show up for? Okay, well, bye. She also she has as much so screen time as Jason uh, Statham or Jason. Why is she away from her son for so long? Yeah, why isn't she watching the kids? Why isn't like? Yeah, why? Why have those kids never showed up at a barbecue? Right? <laughs> yeah, technically, David knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, He's like Brian's watching them. It, why they don't want to come around family? Right. It, it does feel like they just have to check off. It's like, oh, we had this character in this previous or this actor in this previous film. Let's get their, their scene. Okay, shuffle them off. Maybe they'll come back for the big Avengers Endgame level reunion. Because Jason Statham one was kind of cool because that connects to the end of Hobbs and Shaw. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I guess right. it was like a time jump, really. Because I was like, wasn't Fast... Was he in Fast 9, Jason Statham, or no? Uh... I don't remember. Sorry, David. Chris, I don't, I don't want to spoil it for you, Chris, but yeah, it's, uh... It's an after credit scene with Statham. Damn it. Oh. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, so like this, the intro, like the beginning of that scene is a like direct follow up from the after credit scene in Fast 9. From Hobbs and Shaw, though, right? No, F9. Oh, shit. You are right. It's F9 because he's knocking the door, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I can't wait to see that because I was like, how does Han know he's specifically at that one oh, location? You don't know that, and there's, only a, there's only a punching bag in that room. Yeah, <laughs> no, that because you've seen that room in a previous film, and then you don't actually know why Han and Jason Statham's character don't like each other, then, do you? I don't know why anybody's doing anything. <laughs> well, I know in the in the oh, in the playback you. video they kind of tell the you one how like you play back and he's car, the one who blew yeah. his horn. It yeah, turns yeah, out yeah. it was a setup fake yeah. out by Mister Nobody. I, I gathered that, but yeah, I got to bring up one more to Miss Little Nobody, uh, Scott Eastwood. Oh, he's God. a terrible actor. Real quick, I, it was insane. I didn't think he was going to be in this movie at all. Did he die? No. Hate- no, he said this. We don't have a mission in Rome, and then he just disappeared. Oh, then he's in no, Rome, we, yeah. and then he gets the, they're like, "Get out of the car!" Remember, she's knocking on the window, and he jumps. And then after that, we never see no. him again. And they're like, "He's out of commission." I'm like, yeah. "Did he die?" No, yeah, they just, uh, I guess they just forget like, about him. Yeah, so he's like, injured. "What does that mean? He's, Is he dead?" No, he'll be I mean, back like in the scene. Ames okay. probably took him. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was like, "Yo, like they're not gonna go check on their homie, like." They kind of know this guy, right? He's been in like three or four movies at this point. <laughs> They're like, like solid about family. They're like, well, we don't really know you, him all that. Like, he was never at a barbecue. He's a little too he's, white for he's us. He's a little <laughs> new. Yeah. We we didn't know he was in the movie. We wrote him out. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I didn't well, ask. We, we've talked a lot about the characters, but you know what we haven't talked about is all the action in this film. We haven't talked about the family, though. We haven't talked about Brie Larson's earrings. Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Do you see how many earrings she had on? She had like thirty earrings on each ear. If you didn't, her if you didn't notice that, I go back and look. Thank you, Chris. I I didn't know that. <laughs> I think I audibly said, "Oh my god!" in the movie. Yeah, you said a lot of earrings. A lot of earrings. <laughs> so fashionable. A lot of earrings on her. It's a lot of jangling. I don't know if that yeah, goes through. It's a little bit. unprofessional. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's pretty. She's pretty high ranked, right? No. Sorry, go ahead. Devo. What uh, action? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, we talking about earrings. You talking about action getting too crazy? I'll start it off. Uh, did you guys believe that uh, Ludacris knew what a neutron bomb was? <laughs> like the way he fucking said was like, it. Did you just take a physics class suddenly? Like what's going on here? I was like that's a that's a class A neutron bomb. I don't think. Bro, he, I don't he, know what that means. He went to space. He can do whatever he wants. <laughs> that's true. Actually, you're right. Ludacris no. has seemed to take a very huge step in technology knowledge from. Yeah, the he's second film till now. Oh yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah, he's the hacker, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's just typing clickety clack, clickety clack. Uh, yeah, the action's getting. There are scenes in here where I, once again, every last film, like I've already been like, you just got to shut your brain off, Nabil. Like you, you know. I mean, there's a bomb going through Rome, and like, like Dom is the only guy that can stop the goddamn thing by knocking it like a pinball machine. And it was like. Uh, the it was physics involved to be no, able to no hit physics. What are you talking about? this crane at the right time <laughs> to get it to knock off. Like in, in the in the split section second reaction he had to have to be able to make that call. I was just like, man, Dom's really, really figured out life in the sense. I like, mean, he, he knows he what he rockets doing. off the side of a bridge to get onto a fucking god. What was it like a a crane to like pinpoint go back around? I was like, yeah, what's so cool? How did he know that? I'm like, dang, Dom might be a genius level like fucking person. He's, just he's fucking you know. Sherlock Holmes, you know, like Robert Downey Jr. But the little oh, math yeah. in his head slows down time. He can figure it out. Yeah, he like, knows what he's doing, dude. It's I'm telling, I'm calling it right now. It's a Rocket League reference. Oh <laughs> yeah, I, thought, I actually oh, thought of Rocket League like that. Yeah, you know, he, Vin's a gamer, dude. He's so I mean, that's true. I don't like going off the previous movies. I thought the action. Was only okay. I mean, like you got it fresh, David. Yeah, yeah like you fast, forgot, man. fast. I think eight. I remember there's this part when they're like, uh, "Watch out, zombie cars!" And I was like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Oh, I remember the, <laughs> I remember the zombie cars. And I don't think they had any. Like they went so big in the past, like two movies. It was. I don't think anything really reached the heights. And also, unfortunately, they spoiled like everything in the trailers. In the trailer, yeah, they do show a lot. Like, and yeah. then Tom is has this technique of just knocking other cars out. I'm like. I've never seen someone so confident driving a fucking uh, charger or whatever the fuck he's driving, man. Like, just, yeah. Is it a challenger? Yep. God, dude. And not but he's one going down flat the challenger. Tire. No, he's flat. got tubes. Like, what, what are these? Like, uh, dude, the freaking... windows don't even break until Hoist. somebody shoots the damn window out in the back. <laughs> he's, got, he's got like these two hoistings that are anchored to helicopters that he's dragging down on the road, and has like his car doesn't get split in two. He's able to drag them with him. You know, like, it's just what? And then smash them together. I mean, he drives <laughs> on the side of a dam. I'm pretty sure that's in the thing. And he just tells his son like. Buckle up or gravity. some shit. This, I was this, like, very irresponsible gravity. of you, sir. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that works gravity wise either. Just to let you know, I think if you drove off, you you would just die. Right? I don't. Damn. But he has family. Like, yeah, he's a, he's a power family. He's like, don't worry about it. Find your line, or what's he say? You gotta have Feel faith it right here. Feel it right <laughs> here. And I'm like, your child's like seven, right? I think. And <laughs> we can do donuts. Is that car that he's driving the whole movie? Is that that same car that's in the garage where someone makes yes. a reference like, "Oh, it's not all, it's not all souped up like it normally would be." He's like, "We're building it together," and all of a sudden, it's like the most badass car on the planet. Is it? Oh, I don't know if that's the same one, but it's, it's not the, the same car. I, always, I thought like it was the his, same car. It's his car he uses. I know. It's, it's like I don't know. Yeah, he always uses like the Charger, but uh, at the end of every movie, it's like destroyed like completely destroyed. destroyed i mean remember the end mm. of the first movie i'm like is that i think that's the same car 
I feel like it's the same one. I find it, it's just hilarious. Like, he's, oh, God, I mean, there's not even a spoiler. Like, he's in a plane, and he's like, I'll go out here. I'm like, this is not a viable option. (laughs) Dude, we'll just drive off in the middle of the air. And he's already strapping himself in, like, looking backwards. He's like, I'm getting ready. Like, he's like, he's like, pulling out of a safeway or some shit. Like, what what are you doing? There's nowhere to land. the character to be in there and just be like, well, it's just just that you can't. Yeah, I, Dom. I don't know if you know about like physics or death or instant death, but this is instant death. Like, like, how did his like airbags not go off? I know there's still at least one in the steering wheel. Like, like, dude, he's hitting it hard, and then he's just going once again. No flats. Like those tires are the greatest tires I've ever seen in my life. And he's like reinforcements are here, and then he's just dropping out. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, uh, yeah, that was weird. I guess that's another thing I that it's kind of problematic for me with these movies is that like everyone's in on it, everyone's having a good time, especially Jason Momoa, but except for Vin Diesel, like he's playing it so straight, he's so serious. He is the most serious person, actually. Yeah, probably shit. Now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. There's well, even, that's yeah. I'm just there, I was just thinking that, one last action sequence of the bridge scene where like wh- when you find out like. The twist of the movie doesn't make a lot of sense anymore of why it played out that way. What do you mean? I'll talk yeah. about it during spoilers, but what, what, yeah. I'll say this much. I don't know if they were just waiting for him to get to a certain point or if they, they're not trying to, they're obviously not trying to take him out, right? Or are they? They're just trying to hurt everyone around him? Uh, yeah. Yeah. He said death is too easy. The whole thing was okay, to make him Because suffer. I was going to say, yeah. if they wanted to kill him there, they could have killed him. Oh, he could have killed him at any point. Yeah. It was, it was, well, at the end though, uh, he was he he had said that he's just gonna kill him now. Like he came to the point where it's time to kill him. But the whole film was toying with so him. So the Brits, you know, he's like not quite ready yet, but I'm almost there. Kind of thing, right? <laughs> is that what he's trying to say? It's like basically just like putting him through the gauntlet, essentially. Right. Emotional like he has, gauntlet. He's like, We're ninety five percent there, not quite. I'll see you in another couple <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got another three and a half hours to go in the next film. He's like, check this out. <laughs> you <laughs> that was the best scene where he throws his teeth at him. You butthole. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, I don't know if it's the best scene. I might harp too much on that, but <laughs> it's where he says boom and the fucking just Rome just blows up, bro. <laughs> I was like, yo, I, does I, everyone have cancer here now? Like, what the fuck, dude? It was a nuclear yeah, weapon. It was, it was probably a nuclear, no, right? No, but Dom just drove off, bro. His his car went up a little bit and then he went back down and said, No, I'm fine. He drove off. I was like, <laughs> Everyone else just died. I also love how oh, he's like, like number one on the most wanted list, and he's just standing out in the open in row. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. he's like in that bar, just having a drink. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like, he's hella wanted, but it's cool. <laughs> fine. It fine. doesn't matter if you die anymore, though, because they got these life-saving robots that just mm-hmm. stitch you right back up from put the you back ones, yeah. yeah, that was cool. Once again, they used to steal VCRs. <laughs> <laughs> They did. And they got claw, um, claw, sci-fi I will say, in, in regards to some of the action scenes, one of the things that I did like was that the there was a, a brief moment of a street race. So it was a callback to you know the the original films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they got quickly derailed because it ended up being staged, you know, basically. I guess staged a facade. Yeah. Yeah. But I did miss that. I miss seeing some of the street because they've really gotten away from the car yeah. aspect of it. They just it's now just. Too car is literally a vehicle to get them to somewhere you know pun intended they're just we're using it cars to drive machine. us forward Cars a war machine what are you talking about yeah car no, that's machine. what you're looking for this is the wrong movie for you yeah. you have to, have to see gran turismo when it comes out 
Yes. I, I think <laughs> that's the only real racing film left. <laughs> I think my favorite action scene might have been actually like I don't know. I was like talking crap about the whole subplot, but the Charlize Theron against Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. I had a good time with that, especially just because it was so ridiculous. Like the way that Charlize Theron escapes. Sorry if it's a spoiler, but she just pulls the cord out and then like taps something a little on the monitor right next to her. She's like, oh, I just hacked into the air filter system. and she can hack Yeah, <laughs> that bugged me too. And she's like not looking. She's yeah. she's like on her side. She's like, dee, dee, dee. I'm like, really? That's all? And then I will say her, security? And then the, her scene where she escapes those people that are the kill squad kind of, I guess, was pretty cool oh, too. That was cool, like, yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. Well, the convenience can be justified by the fact, and I only read this earlier, is that I guess there was no director on set. Oh, I heard yeah. about this. Yeah. So, oh, really? Oh, I did not hear yeah. about yeah. that. Oh, oh, like, their fight sequence was just them doing like what looks <laughs> yeah. cool or some shit. And truthfully, I was like, maybe you should get them to do the choreography for everything going forward. <laughs> it looked pretty good. So I'm just saying. As much as I didn't care for like the scene and how it fit, that, that scene was like, I did like the choreography in that scene. It was really good. Okay, well, you know, we've talked a lot about everything in this film, I think, um, and how it's compared to the other ones. So we're going to jump in a little bit to the spoiler section just to talk about some of the uh, mid-credit scenes and a couple of the reveals. Before we do, though, I'm just going to ask for the rating for everybody from the films. How many stars? One to five. I'm going to start with you, James. How many stars would you have given this film? I'm going to give this one a three out of five. I thought it was better than expected. It's a movie I probably would actually rewatch. And I mean, if you're looking for a movie where a lot of explosions, a lot of one-liners, cheesy one-liners and action, go for it. All right. David, how many stars would you give this? I would also give it a three out of five. thought F9 was not as good. This one was kind of a return to form. Okay. Chris? I would give it a three. You know, it's 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 a good movie. It's not spectacular. I'd watch it again, but I probably wouldn't go out of my way to watch it again. I think the only thing pulling it down is just, like I mentioned before, the convenience of everything and how everything has to play out but say a three i'm, I'm gonna break from the family here and i'm actually giving it a two and a half uh stars out of five um, yeah, and honestly you know, you're not invited to the barbecue Momoa yeah. was the was the redeeming character here it really kind of helped the film make it more enjoyable um but if he wasn't in this film I, it would have been uh, a two if not less so yeah Okay, well, that's our thoughts on the film. We are going to jump into the spoilers in a sec- uh, uh, section in a second here, but if you do want to hold out and have managed to not hear any of this spoiled for you online somehow, you know, skip forward. We'll talk about what we're going to be listening to next. Otherwise, stick around for just a moment. Let your man go, huh? Drop it, I don't want to talk about it. Drop it, hell? I want to hear about this, homie. So forget about it, cuz. Okay, so let us first talk about Ames. Ames turns out to be kind of, I guess, a bad guy. He's in cahoots with Dante. I have to ask you this, James, because you know I never noticed things. Uh, did you? Did you kind of figure this out from the beginning? What was uh, that? Ames's alternative motive was that he was with the bad guy the whole time. I kind of forgot actually. I, I noticed he was there in the beginning in that flashback sequence, like he's sitting down. Yeah. I knew that was him the actor because um that just i was like there's no other big bulky big, white big dudes <laughs> in this movie other than that guy right but i didn't know if he was like i didn't know no i didn't see that happening i thought that was so fucking random but i guess it works if like to have a partner to get all this done and he was kind of already in a somewhat villainous role seeking dom right but maybe that was I don't know. Once again, I maybe this will play out better in sequels too, like how evil this guy really is because we didn't really get to see him 
I guess, spread his villainous wings, right? Like he really only shoots down the silly goose team in their in their plane, and then I'm assuming they're not dead because you know no one really dies in these fucking movies. So I just was like, damn, he fucking turned on them. Yeah. So it's it's a sad thing. I guess. Dave, what were your thoughts on? I it, wonder Dave? if it's kind of like being meta and like winking at the audience because like Jason Momoa's character even says, "What you thought he was going to join your family," and. <laughs> I, I thought that was a yeah, funny line, do. And like the second he and also he didn't he say isn't he the guy that says like I don't like barbecues? Oh, yeah, yeah, or was yeah, that yeah. Jason Momoa? Yeah, that was that was him. Yeah, he said that. Yeah, it's oh, like he turns yeah. like he just immediately joins Dom, and you're like, this is kind of ridiculous. But if you know you've seen all the previous movies, not too far off from what's happened before. <laughs> like, right. yeah, like yeah, true. F nine, the heel turn of the villain, also happens just as fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your I friend mean, now. Let's go. He, yeah, he might mm-hmm. be the friend in the next film. He's like, you know what? I appreciate your family. I do like barbecues. Yeah. <laughs> I was lying. I love BBQ. <laughs> um, it's a, a, another twist here. David, I want to get your perspective on this. Since we talked a lot about the submarine in Antarctica, what did you think about the surprise return of uh, Giselle coming back to um, somehow to uh, life? I that, feel bad because the first yeah. thing I thought was, wow, uh, I guess the DC role has dried up. <laughs> Damn, fucking David's like it's okay for the jugular. Uh, I mean, I I think I I audibly was like, what the heck? But uh, I mean, you know, it's cool. Nobody stays dead in these movies. How is she not dead though? They, I mean, you didn't see a body, right? So if you don't see a body, there's still always a chance. I like. She felt it was it was the longest like. That was the that's the airplane one yeah. she dies in, right? right. The longest runway in the world. The longest runway in the world. And she just fell, and I was like, "Damn!" If she's been alive the whole time, or she she didn't call Han once. Yeah, I like that. Safe, it, it implies they didn't check on her body. She's dead. She's <laughs> dead. Close casket funeral and everything too. They're like, "There's nothing in there." But now she's back here waving at him from a fucking sub. Looks like no scars, no bruises, <laughs> yeah. nothing. Maybe she was damaged. Well, we know that the the agency has those creature things that could fix everything. So maybe she just got patched up. Maybe she's like Gamora. She's like the Gamora now. (laughs) Memory of like before. What are you talking about? I'm not the Giselle, you know. Right. Different timeline. They go sci fi with it. They did show a DeLorean, right? (laughs) Yeah. They did. actually pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. And Chris, to ask you about since since this is kind of your first experience with him. What did you think about Jacob, John Cena's character, presumably dying with by kind of blowing himself his up? rocket car? Yeah, with his rocket <laughs> car, like his cannon, his cannon Mario. Do you like cart. his self sacrifice? Do you think he's actually dead? Uh, yeah, I think he's. <laughs> I think he's actually dead. Who knows though? I liked I liked his character. I thought it was a good little departure. I think obviously they added Jason Momoa's character and made it a lot more comical. I think probably a lot of other villains and characters have been in the franchise and i think this is just their way of doubling down i think they probably have seen john cena's work and the stuff that he's been doing recently and thought he's got really good comedic and action chops and he's a great character to add in or to change his character up a little bit i thought no i don't think he's coming back i thought his death was a little bit like unnecessary because it seems like he takes out like four cars. <laughs> takes out, the, takes out four her. cars, and like they're not even like the cars that are directly behind Tom. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like taking out the guys in the, back, in the back of the line. You know, like that's cool. Um, but you know, I liked his character. I would like to have seen more of his character. I kind of wish his character didn't die because I would like to have watched watched him a little bit more and whatever kind of comes moves forward. It would have been nice if, you know, like we were talking about. Toretto has nobody to play off of. He's so serious. Mm-hmm. He has his brother he now. Teamed with Let's, him. 
yeah, yeah like you, why aren't you guys together spending time and like bonding and you know creating that kind of rift that they had within him and brian his his kind of unofficial brother so whoa, whoa, now whoa. you hey, have one hey, we're like brian know? deserves to have a happy life okay he's out I well, I think they, they probably did it on up. purpose though they i think like it's building on like the fact that that core dom and brian relationship and i think they're, I think they think that people are such fans of the franchise that if they do another Dom and Buddy situation, it's kind of like oh, maybe that's true, actually. Yeah. You know, and they don't want to dis- disrespect that. That's what I would assume for it. So or what? They're, they're like they're oh, Dom's like a lone wolf Tom, now. He doesn't, can he doesn't have another friend. Everybody yeah. that uh, Brie Larson's character got a little too close. That's why she got shot, right? Like, okay. Yeah. Oh, with the tiny she shoulder a wound. Too close. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, right? I don't feel good, and I'm like, I think you're fine. I need a hospital. (laughs) (laughs) Just get in the car. You'll be fine. What's Tom say? He didn't give you my car. Oh, yeah. You didn't take away my car. (laughs) Was it Jacob says something like, thanks for letting me see the light or some shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Thanks for letting me see the light. And then he he just rockets away in his cannon car. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so the best possible version of that scene would have been like, "Thanks for letting me see the light." And he flips upside down and just, <laughs> and just slows down and goes, "It's been a long time." <laughs> they bring they, chi- they have a little chime of it there oh, where uh, he's like the Brian yeah. He's like my mm-hmm. old buddy, my I mean my current buddy. So I was like, "Oh shit!" So I don't think he's really dead. I don't know. He could be dead. I think that raises the stakes. Obviously, like that would actually add to like, okay, someone actually. I think they're bringing him back. Yeah. I Again, be you don't see his body. If the beginning of the next so. movie is him, like, because, I mean, we're in spoilers. Like, you know how Dom and Little B are kind of in a pretty tire situation there? I wouldn't be shocked if it's Jacob that rolls up to get him in his car Seriously. and drives off, like, like blown yeah. off clothes and shit. I don't, has awful. a vine out of nowhere, like, or Spider-Man just swings in and just saves him real quick. And just <laughs> Got you guys. Like, get didn't think I'd stay dead, did you? I'm like, you exploded, man. I mean... What the fuck? Oh, <laughs> what kind of insurance do we have? He just shows up on mangly. <laughs> I got you, bro. His hands gone. He's just like bleeding out. He's like, don't worry. I can just hold him right here. Dom's just like, oh my god, dude, are you good? He's like, give me a cigarette. <laughs> now. And also, he like he let little bees just kill guys, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Little bee is murdered now. Yeah. Little bee has a body count. <laughs> He's like fire. And then I was like, those are two grown men in that. Co- uh, never mind, they're dead. And then they high five. Like, Shit, dude. He's like, nice shot. And I was like, uh, those guys had families. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, technically, yeah, those soldiers like that turned on Cypher, they all had families, too, and they all got murdered. They're like, yo, if we don't do it, this guy's going to kill our family. And I was like, yeah. well, he, he still killed them all. I tell you a seven-year-old is going to kill you in a later scene? <laughs> okay, they were killed by <laughs> another family. Yeah, by another yeah, family. Right? Right. Ahead, I was just wondering, like, going back to, I guess, how we think the next movie will start, I wonder, because I think Vin Diesel has, like, posted on Instagram that the, they have plans on how they might bring back Paul Walker's character. I've heard of this. So I wonder if I actually think. Um, do you guys think they're doing that. a trilogy because they're waiting to maybe perfect that technology? They're gonna rogue one maybe. it. They're gonna bring back Leia, yeah. even Wouldn't though. Wouldn't that be insane though? Anymore. Wouldn't that be weird? How do you guys? Mm. What would you get? I'd be I'd be a little off about that. I just I'm wish they lie. would like recast him or like use one of the brothers or something. This is what I think. I think that it was originally going to be Fast Ten, Fast Eleven, and now that The Rock has agreed to come back. I think maybe they might do like a Hobbs and Shaw sequel. Um, I don't know. Something like, something like that. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of 
a scenario where oh, we didn't even bring it up. So yeah, Hobbs is back, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's the last big reveal. Um, is the McCredit scene where did you guys Hobbs get, shows up? Did you guys get this ruined for you? Yeah. No. Yeah. You did, did, David. You did too, Deville. Mm-hmm. I did not, by the way. I know. That's why I didn't say anything to you I when you said what. Well, I was like, all. Yeah. Good for you. I was I'm so you fucking happy. I was literally, I was like a schoolgirl in the fucking theater, dude. <laughs> I was telling Janelle, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And then, he, like, you know, you see the guy, and he's walking up. I was like, there's no way. Because I was like, I was like, it can't be The Rock. He fucking hates Vin Diesel, right? But then, as he, the, but when he says, you're the one that pulled the trigger, I was like, oh my fucking God, it's The Rock. <laughs> I was like, oh my. Because I even told her halfway in the movie, I was like, technically, Vin Diesel didn't kill his dad. It was like, it was The Rock, but they can't bring his ass back. So I was like, I don't know how the fuck they're going to do this. Yeah, because he he just like he like executes him, right? I think. Yeah, straight up executes. Yeah, him. two shots in the chest. Like I was like, damn, no justice for this guy. And then when it happened, dude, I literally like yelled out loud. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> holy fuck, he's back. Yeah, I wonder, like Chris, your idea of them doing Hobbs and Shaw between the final one. I guess that would make sense. Like mm-hmm. that way, he doesn't yeah. have to be working with Vin Diesel. That actually would make mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, I think if they did a film, even if they did the sequel with him in the film, I, I imagine that there won't be a lot of interaction. Like, it'll be an agreement of, like, I don't want to be in the same scenes with you. I have my own little plot going on, you know? Yeah, I think also like with, like, Shaw having kind of left so quickly to kind of handle what he's going to handle. Maybe I think, like, them. you kind of, yeah, I think those kind of two things together, I think, kind of lead oh, to, shit. I don't know, that's just what I'm thinking about. You know, who am I? I've only seen four of the movies. <laughs> Four out of eleven now, right? <laughs> I'm missing seven of these bitches right now. I mean, Hobbs uh, and Shaw was a great though. film. It's yeah. not how you start; it's about how you win, you know. Strong <laughs> <laughs> finishes. Shit, you're right, man. I really think Brian might come back, but yeah. I, I that I don't know how I feel about that. To tell you the truth, I think he will. Yeah, I don't know I how he will, but I think like, he is will. He gonna be inter- I don't think he's going to be to the point of interacting with a bunch of people. Maybe just I feel only- that they're going to see GM back. I think they'll use his brothers again, um, and they will act him back in, in to kind of f- give it a good send-off. Do they have enough you know? like audio well, from him AI. to like recreate his voice, I guess, now? I guess uh, AI is that good? Have you not good? heard of Chat GPT? Yeah, like the, they can get this but audio going fine. One of his brothers, like, because there's two brothers, right? I think one looks like him, yes. and then the other sounds like one him. One really like him. sounds like him. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's convenient. Shit. <laughs> yeah, convenience. Right. And Diesel's like, thank That's God we have two brothers. If one of them dies, though, we're fucked. So, <laughs> so yeah, I think your 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 point to it being you know waiting kind of for the technology too. I think by that third film, they might actually. So the next movie is not coming out to 2025, and then I'm assuming the other oh, one would be 2027. Oh my! God. I'll be like yeah. close to fucking 40 Jesus. at that point. Good <laughs> God, dude. You, you think they'll do a fast movie with Vin Diesel when he's 80? Like the new uh, Indiana Jones movie? Probably. Don't be shocked. Indiana Jones. Dude, he's riding oh, yeah. his gravy train till it fucking ends, man. I yeah, mean, I think he'll, yeah. he'll, I think he'll, in whatever aspect that they're going to be putting these films out, I think he's going to have a, a part in it in, in some way, shape, or form. There'll definitely be spinoffs. There's other characters that they, you know, anytime they bring in somebody young, you don't know who they're going to bring back. They can just give them their own little side story and say, mm-hmm. this is the new future. I mean, you got a little B who might suddenly grow up and now he's got his own little franchise. What if you they know? do a time so, jump for one of the movies? Yeah, that's true. I thought about that. And also thinking that that might be the reason that they introduced Danielle um, Melchior? 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 Yeah. Melchior? I was thinking that could be another reason why they had introduced her character because now, right? now she has, yeah. yeah, she's pretty young. You know, her sister is a part of the movies and she's dies. So that gives her a reason. Now she has a relationship with Dom. And however, that turns out is going to be another, you know, factor in what she moves forward. And she races, you know, so we have that. Maybe they'll go so, back to a little more of the core stuff too. Yeah. 
Mm. Maybe her they, and they, little, they, they little did, hook up. They made her very They're much related. mention that, like, <laughs> hey, that's my nephew, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, that's, that's my her nephew. nephew. And I was like, and I was like, oh, technically, yeah, that is your nephew. Oh shit, here we go, family. So <laughs> fucking family in Brazil. Keep it in the family. No one said Brazil though, David. Were you were you mad? That I was didn't waiting say it, like for how it. he says it in Fast Five. Yeah, I was waiting for it. This is Brazil. I read an interesting fact today that they say the word family fifty six times in the movie. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god! Holy shit! I mean, that's a little. Was it all? Family. Was it all? Here's a question: Was it all between Jason uh, Momoa and fucking Vin Diesel saying that? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone else meant. Oh, and then. Maybe uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character. She's mentioned Probably a couple times. Brie Larson's character, I think, says it one time. He's like, that's my dad. I mean, so that's wait, the majority of Vin Diesel's back? language. Mr. Nobody's got to come back. Uh, Kurt Russell's got to be back. Probably. Probably. Yeah, right? yeah he be like, disappears in F9. Like That's the start of the plot. He's probably the reason why Giselle is is was gone, and he probably finds her. He might be right, uh, driving the submarine. I'm here too, yeah. guys. Because <laughs> he, because obviously Ames is not really shouldn't be the head of the damn agency, so he's probably going to do something like oh, because then what does he say in this movie? He's like leave him a message so you can get back to us, and then I was like, I guess we're not going to follow up on that. So, yeah. hmm, okay, yeah, I was surprised it just kind of ends. I remember like once they get to the dam, I'm like, wait, is this the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah, I looked at my watch yeah. and I was like, uh, there's ten minutes left to this. I don't know how the fuck this is going to wrap up. And, you know, and that was kind of going back to like my comparison with it with like Infinity Works. I think like the same thing where you have like this big group of characters, you know, always expanding the way that it just kind of ends like on this very cliffhanger situation, cliffhanger situation. Yeah. And then you just know the next film is going to be everybody. I'm not mad at it. Don't hate it. No, I'm actually I'll say uh, closing thought wise, like I'm actually as much as this movie was pretty mid like to me, but. I'm actually really excited for the next one, especially after that Hobbs reveal. It's like, holy fuck, where's this going to go now? Like, the possibilities are endless. How do you, I think my thoughts, I want to see what you guys think, but I'm thinking that's how is the next movie is going to begin, is going to be how Giselle lived. I think we're going to start off with this plane scene that eventually took, <laughs> that took place, you know? I would love to see how they retcon this, yeah. just like how they retcon Han's death. Like, he went under a sewer thing. What? He waved his no magic sense. wand. This is the actual <laughs> yeah. line. I was like, what? Yeah, Mr. Nobody saved me. Uh, I was working for him, actually. You didn't want to <laughs> tell that to the kid? <laughs> it's pretty devastated that you died, man. Like, goddamn, dude. Maybe they will. They'll probably, or they're going to be like, they're obviously going to have a sequence where they're like, how'd you survive? And she's like, well, and then that'll be the Luke Skywalker. Let me tell you how I got to this point. <laughs> and maybe she was, you know how they do it, too? She's been gone for what? Literally, goddamn, four movies, right? Technically, Giselle. I bet she's. I bet she Mm -hmm. was like in some of those movies somehow, and they're gonna somehow watch in the background. They're gonna be like, "Oh, I was actually part of that team that did that. You just didn't know it was me or some shit." Watch, guaranteed. She just shows off off a motorcycle. Her mask just suddenly comes off. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those things where that was actually me in the background. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay, everything's connected. (laughs) Everything's connected. Don't even worry about it. Remember that fake agency thing from the Hobbs and Shaw? That was me too. Any other closing thoughts, guys, on on this wonderful franchise and this uh, exciting movie that we just saw? Do you guys think that um, Sh- Sean, I think his name was, from Tokyo Drift, <laughs> you think he's coming back? Uh, he's got yeah. a couple oh, closer. Actually, that Chris, he already has come back, so I won't reveal yeah. to you. Tech, uh, you. Like, as the main crew now, like, additional, I don't yeah. think so. 
I think his that last thing was Fast, was nine, fast nine, and I he already looked like he was fifty six. Oh my god! It was in Fast Nine. Yeah, he was. It's great. Oh. He's also with Bow Wow. I think isn't Bow Wow yeah. in it too? Bow Wow's in it as well. Yeah, we're not even fucking around, mm-hmm. Chris. If you decide you have two years until the sequel, so if you want to get through these movies, I think you have a treat in yourself. I wouldn't do like oh. how David did. Just do it. <laughs> just do it <laughs> a little, week, little bit. It's great. <laughs> I mean, David technically still needs to go back and watch at least fa- Fast and Furious 4, so yeah. he sees that scene where Paul Walker kicks the chair. David went ahead and bought himself a, a 94 Honda Civic. Been super <laughs> shit bro, he's, he told us early, he's like, I'm just tuning up the old girl. I'm like, are you in the import tuners now, bro? What the fuck are you doing? I went to the store, I'm like, what do you mean I can't buy NOS? <laughs> like, sir, that's not something you just buy over the counter. Fuck you. Also, what was one the, thing uh, I did. Not, oh, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just like no, that, the ahead. end scene when when Dom is driving off the dam and then the fire engulfs the car and then he activates the NOS. I'm like, wouldn't that it just? It I was thinking the more exact explode. same thing. I thought the same thing. I was like, uh, I think that's your death now, right? That's your coffin now. <laughs> I saw him reach for it. I was like, oh god, no, don't do it. Wait, Dom. You know if you let nitrous oxide <laughs> into the tank, <laughs> your car's on fire, bro. Don't worry about it. I got family. <laughs> I love the um, the, you get the narcissism and Vin Diesel and all the like the I don't know if you guys caught it, but there's like a bunch of like these Christ the Redeemer references and with that go along with like the classic, you know, oh, Vin yeah. Diesel pose, uh, and, you know, the the Dom pose, but they like kept on hearkening on that and I and even with like the overhead shot that they do in what Rio de Janeiro, yeah. you know the the Christ the Redeemer statue. I thought that was kind of interesting. You I thought see it, was it also, like seven times too. He's yeah, showing it like here's another shot. Check it out. I also love the the Captain America reference when they um whatever Momoa was it Momoa's character or was it Ames character when he he says it about um Scott Eastwood's character. Like he's like, oh, Captain America. I thought it was a funny reference because Scotty's with an audition for Captain America. Uh, I think that was an indirect reference. I did not know that, actually. Well, you're you're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) And he swiped right on Han. (laughs) And he swiped right on Han. He swiped right. I was like, damn, Han, it's okay. He's a catch, man. It's fine. All right, guys. So that is our end of the podcast then and end of our review of Fast X or Fast 10. Thank you for listening. I do want to thank David and Chris for joining us on our 150th episode here. Uh, really, it was really fun. I don't know. I hope you guys had a fun time. Yeah, thank you for having. I had me. a wonderful time. Yeah. yeah thank right. you so much. I you know hope to definitely do some more in yeah. the future. I'd, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Time I've, I've wanted to. David's to been on before. Down. Like I said, I've always wanted to get you on too, Chris. Because I also forgot to mention, me and Chris were on a very brief fucking podcast many fucking years ago. With uh, our friend Joe, I don't know if you remember Chris, where we reviewed maybe one movie. Oh yeah, uh, that was it. Mm-hmm. See, look at Chris doesn't yeah. even remember. Do you? We I do. No, I do. We had a fixture back at one point. I remember like we just need to make sure Chris can record. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what happened again? You remind Your Mac was fucked up. Your white Mac, the little one. You're like yeah. it doesn't read. And so we fixed it for you to like just get it to work or some shit. Me and Joe. Oh, I just, don't even we, remember that. It's a magic to that shit. And then we did a movie. We I just do remember did, like, the movie. I think we did one or two movies, maybe, and that's it. So we did. Know, we like, I know we did one. Yeah, we did the one like the for the the festival in the diner. Yep, yeah, that was where we were filming stuff. But we did a podcast, though, where we reviewed something. We tried to even do a podcast thing. So look at that uh-huh. little little end of the cap. Thing yeah. Uh-huh. What was it called? I have no fucking clue. But- <laughs> Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Listen and follow us on your favorite podcast services. Trust us. We're on all of them. For a quick link to our socials, visit linktree slash moviepalspod. That is L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash moviepalspod. 
Thank you, and make sure to smash that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Make sure to also stay tuned for our next episode, episode 151, where we will be reviewing Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Thank you very much, Nabil. Until next time, this is James. Nabil. Chris. And David. Have a great one.